Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I am your host, Josh Brown, along with my co-host, Caleb Luther. And Caleb, today we have a very special uh, episode here of Chat from a Hat. We are here at Downtown Yoga in Williamson, um, and we have with us our good friend. Hi, my name is Jim Pagiarillo. I'm an attorney based in Williamson. I am also on the board of our Tug Valley Area CVB. Uh, I'm a board member of the Tamarack Foundation of the Arts, and uh, this is the launch party for the Heart of West Virginia uh, arts community uh, nonprofit. Very cool. We're so happy that, that you've invited us here tonight to uh, interview some of the local artists that are here. Uh, Jim, tell us a little bit about what this uh, what this art project that you're trying to pull together is. Okay, well, um, really it started almost five years ago uh, to this day. Uh, we had a pop-up art gallery in downtown Williamson. Um, we had an amazing turnout. It was the Friday before he'll be right before he'll be the day, so it was counter-programming to what was ever going on in Pikeville. And <laughs> since then, we've had a string of either through myself or a group of us, we've had a string of art-based events um, that go along with the open mic that I host uh, once a month. I've been doing that for seven years, so it's really just whenever we have an opportunity to host or present different art events, art cultural events. Uh, we've done that uh, myself and a close group of uh, close group of friends. Uh, we've been able to pull that off, and you know, now tonight is the actual formalization of everything that we've done over the past five years. So we're, we fi we're finally um, have our first round of funding for our nonprofit, and uh, we're hoping that we could just continue what we've been doing uh, for the last couple of years. Which mainly, we want to support our local artists. We want to give. Uh, our musicians a chance to network with other musicians. We want to uh, have our artists, you know, have more chances to be appreciated. And also, a big thing with me, I meet so many amazing artists and so many talented artists in this area. I want them all to meet each other because they're all just, yeah. yeah. you know, I think it just helps to have, when creative people get together, I like to just sit back and watch them go. Yeah. Well, you've got you've got quite a bit going on here tonight. You've got uh, I see there's some painting. We've got live music here that you can probably hear in the background right now. Mm -hmm. um, you've had food brought in. You all had a meeting before uh, uh, before this all of this started, and you've got yourself a really good crowd here tonight. Yeah, so. and the best part is, um, you know, nothing has been. There's no there's no rigidity to, to this evening. I didn't. All we did was put out. We invited people, artists, to bring tools of the trade. So if you wanted to bring paint, paint. If you wanted to bring your instruments, come and play. Uh, we just wanted to create, and this is uh, play off the art salon idea that started in Elkins. They're trying to get this spread across West Virginia. Just get creative people together in a room. Let them do whatever they want. Yeah. As far as you know, they can be creative in a collaborative sense, or they can be creative individually. They can. Uh, you know, but just have that all in one space, and uh, it's pretty amazing. We just all we did, we laid out some retro art toys, we laid out an easel and and paints, and we've got painted rocks, we've got uh, string for friendship bracelets, and everyone here, if you're creative, you did that as when you were young. That's yeah. kind of like um, your comfort zone, yeah. and that's what I like about this. Everyone can be in their comfort zone and still be. Here, there's no. We hopefully we've erased all the awkwardness when it comes to having strangers mm -hmm. mix and mingle, and yeah. and I think it's something that we want to carry on because I, I, the vibe tonight's just I, I'm I'm floored. Yeah, you. I, I'll be honest with you. You uh, and the listeners at home or listening to wherever they're listening to the podcast. You had people knocking down the door to come in here even before it started to to get involved and to yes. do things. So 
I would consider it a, a successful night. Oh, yeah. Right before the get go. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, and the key is uh, what I do love is it's a. I love the fact that you guys are here because we get a, you get a chance to share with us, and we'll have uh, some other artists come up and tell their story and uh, talk how to get involved. But um, you know, it really starts if you want to. You know, I like the fact that. I want to take it upon myself to not just be, it's not, we're not a Williamson based organization. We are a regional based organization. Mm-hmm. We want to include, uh, especially people in Logan. The, the Logan art community was so welcoming to me and so quick to collaborate, like Southern Coalition of the Arts, the arts um, I've worked with in the past. Um, you know, Don and Seth, I've been a big fan of their work. Um, you know, it's just, I, there is such a, a creative spirit that just needs to kind of mingle together. And I think, you know, there can be a there can be a concentrated push because I think that the talent here in this pocket of West Virginia is just untapped and, and needs to be noticed. I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what is the end goal of of your organization? Well, it starts with kids. It starts with kids and, and improving quality of life. We want to. Uh, what we'll see, we're gonna ha- later on this year, we're gonna have a youth based art festival that is attached to our King our traditional King Cole festival. Uh, that's in the works, and what we'd like to do is we want to start with having uh, create interactive and educational uh, experience with practicing artisans, uh, artisans right now, artisans either artists or musicians, and we want kids to be able to talk to them, and you know either they can learn or they can have workshops, but it's an opportunity to for especially creative kids out here because you know like I I do. When you're young and you're not involved with sports, life can be hard growing yeah. up. You know, it, or at least it's hard to get recognized for what you do, and you're and hard to get encouragement for what you do, especially if you're a creative kid in the coal fields. Um, so we want to offer more opportunities for kids who don't play sports. You know, and there's nothing wrong with sports, but you know, for kids who like music, who like to paint, who like to do other things, who like to write, we want to create more outlets for them. Right. And that's where it starts. And I think that uh, you know there, there needs to be a whole. We think I think that arts can be a nice approach towards improving the quality of life for the kid who wakes up every day wanting to leave this area. We have to find a way to curb that. And um, you know, it, I think focusing on the arts and allowing more outlets for children, especially in the arts, is a nice start. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Caleb, do you have anything that you you want to ask? Not really. I'm just uh, I'm impressed by, by all this, and I'm looking forward to all the things that you brought up here. It's just amazing, yeah. and uh, love love seeing the light bright. That's always a nice. Yeah. 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 And I have a question about the food. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, yes. so there was a lot of food. so there was a lot of food that they had out, and uh, all of it was great. But mm-hmm. there was this one thing that the bread it tasted sweet, like it was going to be a pastry, but mm-hmm. the insides had like peas and like potatoes and like uh, oh, it's, a, it's what is that? That is an empanada. It's the Filipino version of. The Spanish-based pastry uh, a pie. It's like usually a meat pie. So empanada, uh, Filipino style, usually has ground beef, potatoes, uh, peas, sometimes carrots, and sometimes raisins. So okay. that is a it's a savory. It's meant to be a savory dish, but yeah. it does have that sweet uh, taste to it because of the dough. Yeah. The dough that they use is, is usually you know it's meant to be a little bit of sweet and, and flaky. Yeah. So, immediately, immediately, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And Josh was uh, eating it. <laughs> Josh was eating, and he pulled out. Ended up being a raisin, but yeah. he thought it was a cranberry at first. He's allergic to cranberries. <laughs> oh like, no! He's like, "What is this?" I was like, "What is this?" What is yeah, this? It was, it was great. It was great. Yeah, well, I love, fantastic. And the uh, the, th- well, the the cupcake thing, like, well, uh, 
What that is, is okay. Now, uh, apologies to any Spanish-speaking uh, listeners uh-huh. that you might have, but the Filipino uh, name for that dish—it's a dessert. It's called puto. Okay. Now, if you know that what puto means in Spanish, uh, it's not something you want to repeat, you know, in, in rough company. But Thanks, it, Jim. It, we just have to put explicit content <laughs> now on yes. ours. So, so um, it is a steamed uh, cupcake, like it's a steamed dough, mm-hmm. and uh, the it's a. Um, it's like a cake dough that instead of baking, you put in a steamer. And uh, there was a yellow version, which is almost like a cake, uh, like a regular yellow cake. But the purple version mixed uh, ube, which is a Filipino, almost like yam. It's like, it's like from yeah. the potato family. And uh, that, it's a purple fruit that's used in a lot of Filipino desserts. And uh, so we're lucky to have some of that tonight, too. Yeah, it was delicious. So, it was excellent. Excellent. Everything, yeah. everything was yeah, incredible. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. One of the things I will always do is... I want to, I'm very proud of my Filipino uh, heritage, and I love especially Filipino food. Every chance I get, I want to share that with people yeah. and, and, and hope that they enjoy I'll, it. And now, thank you yeah, for bringing yeah. it. That's I, first time I've ever had I'm extremely uncultured when it comes yeah. to foods, and like I'm always, I'm always wanting to try new things that I haven't, and everything that I tried tonight was, oh, was great. Thank so, you, yeah. thank you. And um, I'll plug, uh, I'll give Rose a plug too. Um, Rose Estep, uh, she's... Um, a Filipino woman here in Williamson. She does. I, I turn to her for any type of Filipino cooking. She's amazing, and um, I believe that she will be attempting to start a catering business uh, this oh. summer. Oh, nice! So, oh, nice. Very nice. if you're looking for Filipino food, Rosie Step, uh, you can contact her through me if you like, and, and we'll, you know, if you're interested in having Filipino food catered, uh, let us know. Sure. Okay. Awesome. But you Absolutely. can you can find me uh, me and my Facebook personal Facebook Jim Pagarillo. Also through the Heart of West Virginia, we have a Facebook page and. Hopefully soon website, but yeah. you know, go like that page. Yeah, go like go that like page, page for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim, anything? Anything else? Uh, I think so, you guys. I just appreciate you guys so much for coming down here. I'm glad you're having a good time, and uh, hopefully we get to meet some of our artists, our local artists. They're they're floating about, and I'm just going to try to wrangle them in. So, well, yeah. we appreciate the hard work that you are putting into oh. this uh, this collective of, of artists that you're you're pulling together here, and, and uh, we hope that it succeeds. Uh, for you and everyone else uh, down the road, for yeah. sure. Well, it's, a good, I, it's a good thing to, to have here in Southern West Virginia, especially yeah. now. Well, thank you. I know it's it's really important. I'm just glad uh, anyone who wants to support us is coming out to the next event. You know, and that's in. You know, I think you'll if <laughs> if the event doesn't work out for you, but you know what, you're, you're going to meet some good people. Yeah. And you're going to meet some talented people. And that's something I can always guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jim, right. thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. You, Jim. Okay. All right, we want to thank Jim again for joining us here. But joining us right now, we've got... Hey, I'm Alex Blankenship. All right, Alex, uh, what brings you to the podcast today? Oh, man, just enjoying this uh, creative uh, space here today. That uh, oh, So glad all these people came out today and uh, uh, as a first going, you know, this is great. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I'm a local musician and um, been kind of doing music most of my life and uh, just want to be a part of this and... Uh, my big thing is to try to, uh, you know, highlight the musical talent in this area and um, just be a part of, of whatever I can. Uh, me and my band, uh, well, me and my buddy Keith Roth, together with, with a band, Two of a Kind, um, we've been circling around West Virginia, Kentucky um, for the past couple years now, playing in small venues and bars and things. Um, so uh, we've had a real good time with that. Prior to that, I've always been a local musician, or like solo musician, um, doing my own kind of thing. Uh, but joining up with Keith, he's a 
phenomenal lead guitar player, and so we kind of just fit each other really well. And uh, so yeah, we've we've just had a lot of fun with that, and um, we've uh, we're coming up with shows all the time. So uh, we have, we do have a Facebook page, uh, Two of a Kind Three O Four is our Facebook page if you ever want to look us up. So yeah, what kind of what kind of music do y'all play? Uh, so uh, mostly country rock. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have uh, several uh, songs that we've written as well. We do a lot of covers. Uh, a lot of these uh, places like to hear, you know, the, yeah. the mainstream stuff. So mm-hmm. we're we're there to please, but we do throw in our covers and stuff as well. But uh, mainly uh, country and southern rock. And it's uh, we're an acoustic duet, so uh, we're stripped down with no drums or anything like that. So uh, we we kind of make it work with just a couple yeah. acoustics. Yeah. Nice. Hey, sometimes that's all you need, man. That's all you that's need. All you need. It sounds good. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you were talking uh, a little bit earlier before we went on, we went on the air about the, uh, the songwriters. Uh, what was that again? Yes. Uh, so we. Uh, so I have uh, applied for and got a grant through the Tamarack uh, for the Foundation of the Arts uh, to put on a songwriters slash uh, live local music talent uh, showcase. Uh, it's set to be held June 10th in Gilbert, West Virginia at the Larry Joe Harless Community Center. Um, so it's a two-part event on that day. The, uh, the class itself is going to be a songwriters class that I will be teaching. Um, I've gained knowledge from attending songwriters workshops in, uh, at Twin Falls Resort mm-hmm. and at the Tamarack itself. Uh, so I kind of have a background that I just, I want to take what I know and share it and just get more you know more people knowing you know some people that's never wrote before or just just starting out and try to spark some interest you know for people so this is going to be a free event for anybody who wants to uh, be a part um they if they want to be part of the class that starts at 10 a.m on june 10th um at the larry joe harless center uh they need to go online and fill out uh, an online uh google form that will put them in the system where we're uh, holding it to about 30 people for the class itself. Uh, so the first 30 people that sign up are going to be uh, part of that. It's, like I said, it's a free event. Uh, we'll spend a couple hours together. We'll break for lunch. We'll spend a couple more hours together uh, just going over some uh, exercises and things that will stimulate your mind and get you thinking about things to write about. Uh, and hopefully you can walk away at the end of the class with some ideas or maybe even an actual song written you know uh, and so then from after that we moved to the outdoor uh, area where we're going to have uh, uh, me my band uh, two of a kind and we got three other acts who will be performing this is going to be also free to the public uh, we're going to have a couple of vendor there's vendors there set up for uh, some food and drinks uh, so uh, it's going to be a, a great time uh, people to fellowship together and just have a good time and trying to really grow the music scene a little bit in Gilbert in the Gilbert yeah, area so that's really uh, cool that's yeah. really cool so um, if you want to find uh, more info on it um, facebook.com slash lyrics in motion workshop is the uh, is where to find the Facebook ad for that and if you probably just go on Facebook and type in lyrics in motion that's the name mm-hmm. of the whole event lyrics in motion workshop uh, Gilbert West Virginia you should find it or you can find me, Alex Blankenship, on Facebook, and I have my stuff posted there for you to uh, find and click on the form. The form is very easy. It just to ask you to tell a little bit about yourself, what, what songwriting experience you do have, and 
once you're submitted, you're you're on the list. So very cool. So pretty I, easy. Very cool. Pretty easy. So that's 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 something you don't we don't hear about very often here in in especially in southern West Virginia, like a songwriter's workshop. So yeah. that's honestly probably the first one I've ever heard of in I'm what, very excited the to, 10, 12 years that we we've been yeah, around. Yeah, so yeah. that's really cool. That's I'm very really excited cool. to, to give it to give it a go. You know, yeah. I uh, like I said, I have to travel a couple hours out from my hometown to, to go and do those kind of things. Yeah. So I'm trying to bring that into my yeah. hometown. So this will be the first year of it. And again, it was all made possible by the Tamarack Foundation for the Arts. Uh, so uh, I, I hopefully in years to come, it's something that can grow and grow and, and be something we can keep continuing to do, you know. Absolutely. Very, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Anything else that you want to add for uh, to the to the podcast or tell anybody about i just come on down to the next one of these that we have for the the uh all this talent going around here this uh, so yeah come on down next time we have it and uh we'd love more and more people here yeah yeah well we thank you so much for joining us make sure you go out and check out that workshop because that sounds really really fun it sounds yeah. really cool thank you all right thank you well, thanks again to alex blinkenship for uh telling us about himself and his music and all the products he has coming up. Right now we have Thomas Jude. Thomas, tell us about yourself and your music and, and what, what got you started playing music. Uh, well, I'm from uh, Mingo County. I grew up in the band at uh, Birch and Del Barton. Uh, and I've uh, you know been in some local bands throughout the years, but never really got super into it. I've been, I was teaching for a long time and kind of stayed busy with that. But uh, probably seven years ago or so, I, I saw the open mic and I kind of I switched jobs and had a ton of extra time so i really got back into playing guitar felt like my second teenage year sort of nice at like 30 you know probably 28 something like yeah. that awesome nice. so uh you have this music festival that jim was telling us about what what is that like is this is this a new thing or is this so a- this is going to be year two um uh-huh. i just uh as my band was developing a little bit last year i threw out some uh, cold emails to local places oh, and uh, yeah. i'd seen a ton of advertisements for devil's backbone mm-hmm. adventure resort and uh, they responded. I had a like a common connection with them. Somebody I'd worked with previously in uh, in the schools, and it was an easy end for me to get a gig there. And I was just blown away by how big the place was. Super awesome, bringing a lot of people into Southern West Virginia, and uh, it's been a great relationship since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, floated the idea of a music festival. There was a grant available, and it just seemed like I blinked, uh, barely got the paperwork in. It felt like, and then before I knew it, I had the grant. Mm-hmm. So. We had to really make this thing happen. Uh, yeah. We had Woolpin Branch, uh, kind of an up-and-coming bluegrass band from out of Lexington. They came down. They were a headliner. Yeah. Really great. Uh, mostly local bands. We had some uh, a band from Ritchie County, Homebrewed. Mm-hmm. And we also had uh, Marcus Oglesby, Creek Don't Rise. They're a really awesome band out of like the St. Albans, sort of Charleston area, mm-hmm. roughly. Yeah, yeah. Forgive me, Marcus, if that's not exactly where. But uh, Marcus comes down a bunch, plays as well. And then my band played... Uh, going into year two, we're hoping to uh, draw an even larger crowd, mm-hmm. and we have a, an absolute awesome headliner in uh, Laidback Country Picker. Okay, tell us tell us about them. Yeah. Uh, so Laidback, he's got a like a Tyler Childers connection. They oh. just played at Red Rocks when Tyler went out there and did the run last oh, wow. year. Oh, cool. And um, I think he was actually his history teacher. Oh, really? And uh, I discovered his music a couple years ago, and uh-huh. I was just like, man, I think I may like Laidback even, you know just as much or more than Tyler his, <laughs> his music is awesome <laughs> yeah and it's it's unlike anything you've ever seen uh-huh. uh it's him on a guitar just absolutely shredding these old like classic rock tunes and oh, wow. tunes he's written uh and uh, his wife is on the, the drum set most of the time oh, cool. so it's Very cool a bit of a novelty act but yeah. man you can't beat it it's awesome Very so cool. uh laid back came here back in january february somewhere in there mm-hmm. um 
called me up on stage to play some horn with him. That's uh, another thing I kind of do is play some trumpet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I see the, all these videos of you on, on TikTok and on Facebook. Tell us every instrument that you can play, because I know you can play a lot of instruments. So I can play a lot of instruments about as well as like a pretty good eighth grader. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's more than most. That's better, more than, better than But most. I would say like my, my strong suit would be like guitar, yeah. bass, trumpet. Trumpet is the only thing I have a lot of formal training on. Yeah, I went yeah. to school for that uh, to become a music teacher. Uh, but a lot of the things that I learned in my time, like becoming a music teacher, studying music, mm-hmm. really lent it itself well to being able to pick up the guitar and teach myself a lot more than I'd been able to previously. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So did, did you say the, the, the date of the festival? Uh, August 5th. August 5th. August 5th. August 5th, awesome. Josh, you got um, any questions? What's, what's your, who's your biggest influence when it comes to, to, to your style of playing, who you, what you play, you know? I'm kind of all over the place. Right. It doesn't have to be one scene. It doesn't have to be one specific thing. It could be, it could be but but honestly, what, what put it together for me a whole lot was uh, I was never a country guy at all. Right. Like growing up, this is what my parents were into. And it's just like, oh, man, not, not country. I'm, I'm good on that. And it was like, you yeah. know, the Faith Hill, Tim McGraw sort of era. Yeah. So not really my thing. And then I, I was raised on a ton of like Southern gospel music. That's what I really cut my teeth learning to play. Uh, outside of the school band is when I picked up the guitar. It was that sort of thing. And... I don't know what happened. It's like I turned 28, and it's just like, maybe I like country music now. <laughs> or it may just be yeah. that I discovered the country I liked. Uh, Tyler yeah. Childers, Sturgill Simpson, yeah. and then Billy Strings being the, the real final piece of the, mm-hmm. the pie there. Yeah. And I don't think that I'm quite as country as a lot of those guys, but I think the influence was important. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I love to play rock, too. And yeah. a lot of my – I write original music. Mm-hmm. And the originals, some of them are hard bluegrass. Some of them are rock tunes. Some of them are, I don't know if you could really put a, a very clear label on it. Right. That's the best kind, though, yeah. right? Yeah, that's my favorite stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it, can, can people stream your music on Spotify? Uh, yeah, Apple I've got music? a couple tunes uh, that I put up last year. I'm hoping to get some more up there. It's, it's one of those things when you're building it from the ground up. It's just like you put something out, and six months later, it's just like, eh. But yeah. uh, no, I've got a couple tunes that I'm real proud of up there. Uh, Thomas Jude on all the major platforms. Very nice. Cool. Awesome. Very cool. Got anything else, Josh? Uh, you anything else? <laughs> Do you have anything else that you want to add, Thomas? Uh, just come out and uh, see our band sometime, the Thomas Jude Band. I'm on all the social media, uh, Thomas Jude WV on most things. Or uh, the website's thomasjudemusic.com. You can find all my stuff there. And come out and see us at the Highwall Festival. We're really hoping to, to make something out of that and uh, get a lot of people out. Absolutely. Come out to that. Yeah, absolutely. And, that and, sounds, sounds like a blast. And again, thank you so much, Thomas, for joining us. And uh, Yeah, thank you guys for having me. We thanks. wish you all the success in the world. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks again for Thomas Jude for joining us on the podcast. And now we have uh, Dominica Queen with the Tamarack Foundation for the Arts. Thank you for joining us, Dominica. You got a question? Go ahead, Kayla. <laughs> okay. So explain explain to us what exactly you do at Tamarack Foundation for the Arts. So for the Tamarack Foundation, I am the operations director. Um, what that really means is that I have a lot of different hats that I wear. We're a fairly um, small organization when it comes to staff, but we have a really big fit uh, footprint. And our footprint covers the entire state of West Virginia, and we're an art-supportive organization. So my job is to help artists um, be set up for success in their creative fields. There are a lot of different ways to be a creative in West Virginia, and we just try to provide entrepreneurial support. We try to bridge artists to their communities and to each other so that we can grow the creative fields and the creative economy of West Virginia. Nice. So what what made you want to join this sort of work and get into this sort of thing? Oh, well, so I am an artist, um, oh. and I'm really heavily interested in the difference that the arts can make in communities as far as making them more livable, 
uh, making them more economically diverse, giving voices to folks that don't always have outlets to be heard on different yeah. subjects. I mean, the, out, the arts in general are a really powerful tool in life as a human. Yeah, no <laughs> so, doubt. And uh, my background as an artist um, led me to this position because as an artist, I was um, working on being an entrepreneur. I have a background in graphic design. I kept running into the same problems and I'm a very organizational thinker. Mm -hmm. So every time I kept running into the same problems, I, I would come up with solutions and dig for things. And I kept showing up in the same place as the Tamarack Foundation and their mission aligned with all of the things that I wanted to help myself and others achieve in West Virginia. So we just kept coming to the same conclusions and eventually I ended up on the staff and now I work on different projects like the Ripple program, which uh, seeded some of the events that you see here in Williamson. I also work with our um, creative entrepreneur fellows and um, advise on a lot of other projects that we do in West Virginia. So it's it's really lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So you said that you said that you are an artist yourself. Yeah. Are you? Do you still actively? Yes, do art? but slowly. Slowly. <laughs> because I have a full time job. Yeah. That it gets difficult. Right? But you have to have a balance in your life if you're not going to burn out in the um, nonprofit sector. So uh -huh. I do create. I'm a fiber artist, but I use exclusively recycled plastic to create fiber arts projects. And when I say fiber arts, I mean I do uh, rug cooking, crochet, I embroider plastic on plastic, I um, braid, I've done weaving, I even have a tufting gun that I use plastic in, so I'm taking the material that is going to last 500 years and putting it in an heirloom context of those old crafts that yeah. have been going on for thousands of years. So that makes me happy. I could talk about that for a long time too, but I'm mostly interested in making sure people know that the Tamarack Foundation is around and run by artists and enthused to provide tools and opportunities for artists to get together and work on their craft and their entrepreneurship and their contributions to their community. Um, we have a huge network of creatives and it's not even scratching the surface of the creative energy in West Virginia. Um, we have the West Virginia Creative Network and it is um, close to 350 artists that we have registered. Um, and it's a directory of, of artists in West Virginia and it provides us a basis so that we can connect them to each other and connect them to their communities. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. You got any questions, Josh? Well, I want to go back to your art because I... <laughs> So, yeah, you can you can plug anything you want to online. So, can, is your art available online? Oh yeah, um, I have an Instagram account. Uh, that account is Mad Artsy. It's spelled M A D A R T S C I. So like Mad Arts and Science. Yeah. I'm also a little bit of a science nerd, which is how we get to the plastic part. <laughs> yeah. but many many different things feed into creative practice that's actually what i was getting ready to ask is how did you come to the pla to, to doing plastic art how did, how did that medium get there um it just became meaningful to me during the pandemic mm -hmm. i used to be a painter and uh during the time we were in shutdown i thought to myself oh i have all of this time to be creative but the emotional environment was so heavy that I couldn't paint anymore. Right. Uh, it was really difficult to come up with 
what I wanted to do and it felt like I was trying to pull things out of thin air and trying to make these happy paintings that I used to make and it just didn't really fit and then I slowly started getting curious about things I'm the kind of person who will DIY anything mm-hmm. yeah. and watch a thousand YouTube videos yeah. and so instead of making sourdough with everybody else I started <laughs> playing with the plastic bags in my house and um, my mentor, Susan Feller, she is a, a fiber artist and specifically a traditional rug hooker. So she hand hooks rugs. And I saw a retrospective of her work. Um, she was really lovely and uh, friendly about sharing her craft and was very approachable about it. So I was having one of those days when I was walking around rock tumbling on some things. And I thought to myself, I wonder if I can rug hook with plastic, I don't think I've seen much of that. Yeah. And from there, I just kept going down different fun rabbit holes of, well, could plastic do this? Yeah. Could plastic do yeah. that? I mean, <laughs> it goes through my sewing machine fine. I have a big embroidery hoop with like a giant bumblebee that I'm embroidering right now. Wow. And it's Very been cool. a really fun nice. material to work with. And it's super abundant. And it also allows me to talk about how the fossil fuel industry is maybe not so good. Yeah. And also how plastic is, you know, totally taking over our physical environment yeah yeah so is, is there anything else you'd like to to plug or talk about i know you said you like nick offerman i we have do. a nick offerman <laughs> sticker on our laptop here uh anything, oh, anything else you want you'd like to talk about not unless you want to talk for like five more hours of a very specific <laughs> subject of some kind or another i guess i should say that a lot of the information that i've talked about as far as the um the Tamarack Foundation information, we have a website. It's tamarackfoundation.org. You can look up information about how to become a West Virginia Creative Network member. We're also on social media at Tamarack Foundation. And then for myself, uh, I am Domenica Queen, and I am myself everywhere. It's not a very... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not a very common name in this geographical area, so that is you true. can usually find me. I'm yeah. on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Awesome. <laughs> and your your Instagram one more time for your art was? It's at MadArtsy, M-A-D-A-R-T-S-C-I. Very cool. Go so check that so out. So is any of that art, art for sale? Do you, you sell art? Yeah, I do have a link in my bio. Okay, you got to have the link You got to have the link in the bio. It well, thank, is mandatory. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, Dominica. And... Uh, we wish you all the luck in the world with the foundation and with your art. Yeah, well, and if you guys ever need anything in your professional careers as creatives, like, reach out, seriously. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks again to Dominica Queen for taking time out to let us interview her. Now we have the legendary Don Kinney. Don, tell us about yourself, everything there is to know about you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to know that or not. <laughs> We want everything. We want it all. All the things. Or do you just want art stuff? I'll just do art stuff. Um, Basically, uh, I've worked as an independent artist for about 32 years now. Um, I used to work in television. I did some animation work. Worked on a couple of movies. Um, And then about around 2004, uh, I started sculpting. I got tired of TV really quick because um, it, it's hard to work in television, especially if you're a creative person and really care about what you're doing. So I started doing sculpting work. Um, and since then, I've done mostly sculpting, but I also paint, and I still do animation. Uh, I did a music video for uh, Mr. Caleb uh, a few years back, a couple years back, and I'm currently working on an animated short film that I hope to have done in my lifetime. Oh, nice. <laughs> 
tell us about that. Everything about it. That. Um, I don't want to give too much away yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't like to talk about stuff that isn't Ab- finished right now. Absolutely. But it's a post-apocalyptic thing. Um, it, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. I'm, 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 I'm 100% certain that it will be interesting and it'll, it'll be great. I have, yeah. I, have been, I have actually been honored to see some of the motion capture work that Don has done oh, for yeah, that. Oh, yeah. I shared, looks, I shared a bunch of my oh, tests yeah, with... And uh, it looks so... Cool. The, the inside look Josh is getting on. Oh, Thank speaking, you so much. Speaking of, real quick, because this always fascinated me when you told me about that. Your yeah. motion capture work. Uh huh. What do you use for your motion capture work? I use basically an iPhone. Yeah. An iPhone. And I use uh, for full body motion capture. I built a rig using um, some old uh, Xbox 360 Connect controllers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you saying. Yeah, something yeah. That. yeah. Believe it or not, you can actually with with an AI filter, you can do like. Pretty much perfect motion capture with that stuff. It's, it's so incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. so incredible. I, I like to call it digital puppeteering because I was a puppeteer for many, many, many years. Um, and it's basically the same thing except instead of a light, instead of a, a, a latex or a foam puppet, you're uh, basically moving around a digital puppet. Just incredible. So, yeah, you did animate an, a music video. Yes. Um, yeah. And it is incre- It deserves so many more views, not, not because of my music. Yeah. Because of the oh, animation, yeah, well, the, the animation. Music, the music deserve, don't don't sell yourself more. short. Music's because okay. the music's the music's fair. Yeah. The animation's just like incredible. Uh, it has a robot and a teddy bear, and mm-hmm. they go on a little like post-apocalyptic yeah. journey. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, check check it out. I mean, my name's Caleb Luther, and the song is called "Without Punching Down." But yeah. the music video by Don Kenny is just out it's of this amazing. world, oh, incredible. Man, so um, cool. And that's just one of seems like thousands of things that Don. Has done uh, that that we've had the pleasure of, of seeing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. what, what do you want to ask? What do you want to ask Don? Don is Don has been is a good friend of ours. We've known Don for We've known Don for a long yeah. time. Um, Don, what would you say that your most uh, rewarding artistic experience that you've ever had would be? Oh goodness, um, probably or at least one of the one of, one of the most rewarding things actually that music video is very rewarding because i had given up on animation i wasn't ever intending to do animation again after working on an animated christmas special that was re, that was that was sent to market literally 2 days before 9/11 oh no um yeah it it did not end up oh. it was supposed to end up on television that year it did not end oh. up on t- it ended up oh. being like completely a financial bomb um, and sucks. having worked for like a year and a half, like literally sitting in a room doing nothing but animating for that long, and then to have it just basically, you know, get released on you know home video and then just mm-hmm. disappear—that was really that was really horrible. Um, but since but and, and that kind of put me off of animation. But that music video, I really love that because you were great to work with. Um, I like working with other artists. Mm-hmm. And when you work in television, you usually aren't working for other artists. Um, you're working for money people, yeah. and money people have a completely different agenda than yeah. artists do. Um, and you gave me all this creative freedom, and you, you were just great to work with. I, I love that project. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite projects I've, I've worked on in the past 20 years. That's awesome. I mean, like, I mean, when you look at someone like you and the art that you do, like, why not, like, why not give you? all creative freedom in the world i mean we want to see everything that your brain has to offer i mean come on well, that's, I mean, that's very that's very kind yeah. but when in tv that never happened I, I, yeah, I, I, I assume yeah yeah it's it's horrible yeah. yeah yeah i remember one of my experiences was staying up like not sleeping for two days 
to work on a set of uh, like like production designs, and I did these things in watercolor, and they were really beautiful, and I was really proud of them. And I took them into a board meeting, and the first thing is uh, one of the producers grabs them and starts marking all over them with like a sharpie, oh, you know. And I was just I was just like you know putting X's over things yeah. and like circles, and I was. After that, I mean, because it's not treated as art. It's just treated as, like, a piece of, yeah. a, a means to basically, a means to production, a means to money. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's a totally different thing. And I don't, I'm glad that I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, Josh, hit him with a question. Hit, hit him with your best shot, Josh. Uh, um, um, you're, you're in for it, Don. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> the meaning of life. What has your experience <laughs> as an artist in southern West Virginia been like? Um, it's been really mixed. Uh, the, the, the interesting thing about being an artist down here is when you meet other people who are into art um, and into creativity and creative things, you connect immediately. You know, because the community down here is so small and it's very tight-knit and we all really support one another. And, and in larger cities, it's not like that at yeah. all. Um, I lived in Pittsburgh for 15 years, and there's nothing. But the bad thing about being an artist down here is there really isn't. Um, there's there 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 aren't galleries. You know, there's not places where you can sell your work easily. Um, and in the community is really fragmented. Um, yeah. And 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 the great thing about what's going on tonight is 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 Jim and is is. is trying to pull an artist community together down here and it's and it's and it's really amazing it's so cool to be working with other creative people you know it's 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 awesome i love it absolutely where can people find anything that you do in terms of art or anything i'm scattered all over the place um basically if you just google don kenny d-o-n-n-k-i-n-n-e-y something will pop up i have an instagram i have a couple of old deviant art pages that i haven't posted work on in about 10 years um there's 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 a facebook page um and we also have, uh, me and my partner, we have a joint Facebook page where we post uh, stuff for an art show that we do about, happens about every two years called uh, Beauty, Birds, and Bones. Um, and that's, you know, that's out there as well. So there's there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, the, the shows are always the, the highlight of the season Absolutely. to me. Yeah. We Absolutely. love them. We love yeah. them. I can, and I can, I can put all of the faith in the world in saying that um, if you buy a piece from Don or Seth who we'll be talking to here in just a little bit that you are not going to be sorry because they are absolutely beautiful pieces the amount of work that they put into those pieces reflects how beautiful that they are well we we really appreciate that we appreciate the support you've always given our work and and we love we love y'all so much anything else Caleb is there anything else you want to Talk about uh, nothing. Nothing. Dude, we're I definitely can... going to have you back on. Oh yeah. Oh, awesome. For a full episode of whether it's about Muppets or oh, or, I'd or, love that. Uh, just prosthetic work or anything. Yeah. Like we're gonna we're gonna bring you on. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Well, Don, thank you so much for for being being with us, and thank you for being our friend above above everything else. Yes. We love you to death. Well, well, thank you all, and I and I love you guys too. Yeah, thank you so much, Don. Thanks again to our friend Don for joining us, and now we are joined by our other friend, Seth Kitzmiller. Now, Seth, tell us about yourself. What's your about? What you do? Who who are you? I do. <laughs> I, do I do. I do things. Um, no, I, I'm more of an abstract painter. Um, I've uh, gone to college for it. Not like 
putting that out there. You don't have to go to college to be good at art or anything like that. I'm just letting you know mm-hmm. um, <laughs> my backstory. Um, like I've been to New York and Vermont and studied with um, other artists there um, at the Vermont Studio Center and at the School of Visual Arts in Manhattan. Got to meet a lot of crazy, awesome people. I got an art curator out of it. Um, but that really wasn't your question. Um, I always like load it, beef it up. You know, at the beginning, because that's all I got. There, everything else is abstract. Because that's what I am—an abstract painter. Um, I'm really inspired by uh, creating form out of nothing, mm-hmm. um, like color blending in with color that probably shouldn't be together. But then, when you think about it, it's all prismatic, so it's all going to end up blending together anyway. And just kind of figuring out how that, all that works. Um, but I'm not going to bog down this interview with all that information. But bog, bog it down. Bog keep, it down. Keep it, keep it going. No, no. I, um, I'm just really excited to be here. It's been a really long time. Um, I have a full-time job. I'm a lead pharmacy tech at Kroger in Logan, and West Virginia. And I, um, I have really... I'm full-time. So art is literally a pleasant memory most of the time. Yeah. Um, I, you know, like, uh, there's Dustin Cobwebs like, filling up the space in our studio uh, from my point of view. He is always working, however, um, which is awesome. So I'm just kind of in that weird, um, not lone wolf situation, but I, I mean, I love working with other artists, but I tend to really get like involved with my own work. And um, so being separated from that it's been kind of a strange experience i've been investing in other areas of my life artistically um because you know drawing and painting is not the only art form out there Mm -hmm. so there's just a lot of stuff out there um i feel like gardening is an art form and i've been doing that in place but this tonight i'm the king of rabbit trails you should listen to me talking to one of my sisters (laughs) it's ridiculous you should be like okay and we're back um but anyway um it's really awesome to be here um, where people actually care about other artists and sure. what they're about and where they're going and how to get them there, you know, how to like supply them with the tools to get there. I've not really been in that situation in this state. It's I'm, I was one of those that just narrowly missed that mark of like being somebody that left. Yeah. And then I've met this dude, my, my man and my partner for life, Don Kinney, who you just interviewed. And uh, we, he really like, brought me back to a love for the state of West Virginia because I was losing it fast. And I think that's mm-hmm. the problem with a lot of artists, the real good ones too. Well, there's all real good ones that stay, but I mean, I feel like there, um, as others have said, there can be something that really can be nurtured in this state mm-hmm. for that, that passion to just kind of blossom. And so tonight is like a great example of that. I think, I mean, it's, it's a great um, space and it looks like a great group of people, and none of us really know each other. Some of us know each other, some of us don't. But I'm like, we're all here. We're all like drawing and painting and like doing all sorts of different stuff. And it's it's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, we've seen we've seen tonight that uh, Don has been working on a, like a self portrait that, yeah. that he's been working on. It looks fantastic. We uh, see we see what you've been working on just in just in a, yeah, a couple just, hours. Oh, just a little yeah. randomness. Just, it's, 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 it's great. It's, it looks, it looks fantastic. <laughs> it's amazing. It's sketchery. I've I've, I've I've been really starting to really just love looking at abstract art. I don't know if it's just it's just starting to you reach an age where like oh my god I get it yeah because I mean nothing you know you realize as a child everything's constricted and yeah. so you're yeah. like these black and white images but then when you get older you're like you know well I don't really know what that means and no, neither does anybody else and people that are way smarter than me you know what I mean like so I that's like I totally vibe with that to me to me like abstract art always feels like 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 you say you reach that point where you start to think outside of a box yeah and seeing something like you're putting there 
like you've done over here tonight. It's like it's lines, it's color, it's it's the yeah. the blending, the bleeds of colors, and it's like I see beauty in that when. Back then, I probably wouldn't have because it was a, a, like you said, a black and white world. Um, but it's awesome. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, lo- I'm looking at all these. It. I'm looking at all these colors. I'm like, all oh, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, all those colors make sense. It makes to perfect me. sense. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I, I got. to see that. I got a big question for you. Who's your favorite artist? Oh, I fucking <laughs> hate. Oh, <laughs> you did it. You made me do it. You're gonna have to bleep that out. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> okay. I just, so, wanted, I just wanted to play a prank. I knew that I was gonna say that I didn't want to be asked that, and then I knew that someone was gonna go and ask me. Oh, So I was like, okay, I'm gonna think of somebody. It wasn't. Wasn't. It wasn't a sincere question. That's just. That's. That's a load of. Like, who can even? I, I don't know. Right? I just, you know, I, I don't, when I'm, because when I'm making art, I don't think of other artists. Right. I'm not trying to. That's, good, that, that's what your, that's what your brain should be doing. Because you don't, because yeah. whenever you're thinking of other artists, you might, like, subconsciously copy that artist yeah, or and, whatever. But you want to be thinking about your own thing whenever you're doing any sort of art form. It's an Music. extension of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, everything's derivative. But the thing is, it's like if you, you know, kind of like stay genuine to what your feelings are at. Yeah. I mean, you're going to create something really cool, right. like awesome, yeah. like your all's music right. and stuff like that. And I will not hear any sort of negativity in that area. You all are going to accept my compliments. You guys are amazing, both of you, <laughs> individually you. and together. And um, you, and also, this podcast yes. is amazing, and everyone should listen to it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank That's you, my sir. endorsement. <laughs> Thank you. So, All right. You got, so, so hit, him, um, hit him with the big one here, Josh. Um, the big oh, one. What's the big one, Caleb? Oh, you know. What's the big one? <laughs> you hit him with the big one then, because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, well, we... Well, we well, we asked Don this, and because uh, I think I think it's a, a big one, especially for for an artist like like you. What has been some of your most rewarding artistic experiences? Um, the like the individual experiences of being able to see art and its finest. Um, and I don't even think I've seen it at its finest. Although I'm pretty partial to this guy's art over here, I really just can't stop looking at it. I mean, I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking to you. Um, but honestly, one of the, I mean, the top experience is when he and I, um, we weren't living together at the time. We were just traveling three hour, three and a half, four hours apart, you know, trying to figure out where we were going with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, and then my uh, landlord to my apartment, she was like, hey there's this empty like clothing store downstairs do you just like want to put art there and i'm like oh my gosh yes yes thank you and then i thought you know what so i got on the phone and i said hey would you like to bring some don would you like to bring some of your stuff up here and we could like do it together and then that's kind of how beauty birds and bones was formed and then we there was a couple other people that were just like kind of fell into place i had a uh, uh, somebody in the apartment down the hall they had photography and then one of my friends at the time um, was a writer and so so we kind of kept that tradition up over there just kind of like a rolling stone of like stuff mm-hmm. like this like not snake oil salesman but kind of like this carnival of like souls just spinning around right, and yeah, grabbing right, up yeah. other people as we go along yeah. I mean you guys have like played at our our stuff and like you know and of course Miss Erica Kitchen who you had on here before she's yeah. she's had her writing there amazing stuff and and Nancy Brown and 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 Taryn Khan and like all these great people um, that are also our personal friends. I'm sorry, I'm biased. I'm a really, I'm a very biasy person. No, I'm just not really, not really. You have to believe that one, <laughs> hey, especially. Whenever you got friends that 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 you know are talented, why not? Why not pra- sing why not their support them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, and I believe that's what they're trying to do here. It's it's, yes. it's having this collective unit of people that are able to bring 
art of all different types to come in and be able to showcase their ability, showcase their talent, showcase what they can bring to the table. And Southern West Virginia needs that. I love that. And when we walked in here tonight, I mean, of course, there was a lovely display of food and a lovely display of people. And then, but then there was, I know, first thing I noticed was this table of all, somebody had brought like all these little easels. Yeah. Just yeah. ready for anybody to walk up to yeah. it. Yeah. And I was just really impressed by it. I was like, that's really sweet. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. First Scythe. of all, easels ain't cheap. So, I mean, like, yeah. I was just like, I was like, wow, okay, that's cool. Yeah. For so. sure. Um, Seth, where can people find your work? Um, okay, so like my actual work, my like artwork, it's kind of abstract here and there. <laughs> but um, I think my partner mentioned before, beauty, we do have a Facebook page, Beauty Birds and Bones. Um, it's, uh, it's on, yeah, Facebook. Um, we did have an Etsy account at one point. Um, but yeah, stick to that one. That's where most of the, our professional stuff is. Okay. You'll find it spotted out through our our personal pages, but that's where you'll find it the most. Awesome. Thank. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Sir? Um, anything else you got going on, or you want to promote, or um, I just want to I want to promote like being alive. I feel like it's really great. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, no it, is it, it, it is great. It is great. Yeah, that's no, <laughs> great. Promote that out of that. We need it. <laughs> no, but I'm looking forward to the next time. And next time, you like. You'll have to get your beeper ready, like because you've got beeper. No, I don't think we're gonna beep it this time. That was that's the first time we've had that on our podcast, and it's a big one. We want to keep I'm, it in there. I'm I sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm. Th- I mean, you're welcome. No, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we wanted. I wanted that. That's why I asked the question. I thought maybe you'd do this. Like, oh, here we go. Here, was a here we go. <laughs> yeah, we, like like I told Don, like we're definitely gonna have both of y'all back on for a, whatever the episode may be. Yeah. Because yeah, there's 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 tons of things that that you guys are just knowledgeable about like way more knowledgeable than we are about and we want you yeah. all to talk about those things Touch, so, yeah i'm just I, i'm just the king of rabbit holes i'll talk about just about anything you can hey, think i think of. That, that's what all podcasts are though kind yeah. of right it's some of the best podcasts do that whatever you whatever you just stick the script it's just boring yeah it's just boring sometimes yeah. you got to break that yeah. and, you know well i appreciate that well, thank so, you for having me i think dude thank, thank you, you so much for joining us thank you for 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 providing your art to the world oh bless you Bless you, my child. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> love you too, Seth. Thanks again to our friend Seth for joining us. We love to, you, Seth. To close out the episode, we have a, a guest that we've had you a bunch know, of times. You should know this guest. You should know, you should know this voice by She now. just dominated the Taylor Swift song draft. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. We have, we're getting slaughtered. I know my people. We have, That's why I did so good. I know my people. And we have with us... Nancy Payton Brown. That is her. That's her name. That's her name. What's her name? My wife. Uh, you all know her. And if you're welcome, new listeners, if you don't, uh, she'll be on here she'll several be on here more times. Before. Several more times moving yeah. forward. Every single time you draw something out of the hat that you don't know what to do with, I'm there for you. That's a topic true. that we're that's like, eh, we don't really like this topic. Any, anyway, <laughs> let's, let's get back. Let's get back to what we're supposed to be talking about here. It's a special episode, and we're just turning it into a normal chat from a hat episode. Uh, Nancy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, as far as art goes, I do photography, which I do nature photography, mainly focusing in macros and florals and things like that. So that that's very very nice. You have some very great art. Not Thank not you. being biased at all. See, that's why that's why I wanted you to handle this one, Caleb, because it sounds very biased when it's coming from her husband. Jeez, gosh. Um, so, what what would you say is your biggest influence, Nancy? Um, my biggest influence is just that I've always been into showcasing the world around me in the ways that I see it. And that's why I do journalism, because I'm able to do it in that way. And then through my photography, I kind of like to focus on the details that people sometimes overlook. 
Um, and so I just like to be able to showcase that and show kind of the beauty in ordinary things to take a little something from you all. Cheap plug. That is a Meet Me in the Matinee album so, that we stole from the office. So you, say, <laughs> so you would say that you take more candid top photos than than setting up a... Um, yeah, where my, where my photography differs from a lot of other people is that I don't edit anything. Like, maybe sometimes I fix lighting and things like that, but, like, I don't Photoshop things out of my pictures. I don't do a lot of adjustments, like color adjustments and things like that. Just what you see is what you get from it, pretty much. And so part of that comes, again, from the journalism background. When I was in journalism school, when you do photography for those types of things, you don't edit anything mm -hmm. because you want to portray things as they are. And mm -hmm. so I feel like that kind of carries over to my art, too, is that I just want to portray things for what they are. Mm -hmm. So, Nancy, who's your favorite artist? Who's my favorite artist? I'm joking. Taylor you, Swift, was, was, you, was you here for the Seth one? Uh, no, I was so over I there Seth, painting a rock. So I asked Seth that because he did not want us to ask him. He 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 dropped the f bomb. Yeah. So now we have to put an explicit filter. We're keeping on it because it makes the episode spicy um, and good. I am going to say though, <laughs> spicy. I will go with Van Gogh, and that's just because I have a story, not camera strap. Okay. So you do have an answer, huh? Wow. Oh, interesting. Seth didn't have an answer. <laughs> we I, honestly we didn't give him time. We just immediately like omitted it. Um. So. Um, you you have a, a, a master's degree in marketing, and, and we know this. Uh, well, I know this. The people at home probably don't know this. Yes, uh, I do. What does you from a marketing background and you from a journalism background and, and in the line of work and photography that you do, what does having this sort of collective group of people, what do you think that's going to be for West Virginia? What, what do you see it happening with it? Um, I know that West Virginia and Southern West Virginia specifically has made a very big shift towards tourism. And so I do, I'm a Jerry Tamarack artisan and I do a lot of art and showcasing in Beckley, West Virginia, because there's a lot of an art scene there. And of course they have the Tamarack there. Yeah. And so the focus on tourism and art is really there. And so kind of shifting some of that here to Southern West Virginia is really going to be a big help for diversifying the economy but also giving a lot of these opportunities to people that live here that maybe don't have access to drive two hours to Beckley or to drive an hour to Charleston or two hours to Huntington mm -hmm. yeah. which as Josh knows that we have done quite a bit to go show yeah. my art different yeah. places yes. so so Nancy where can people find your photography page any sort of page you have online Zanga Anything. A MySpace. Um, a MySpace. All of my social media is Peyton Media WV, and that is P-E-Y-T-O-N. Um, but I've got all of that. I've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I have a TikTok that sometimes I post some of my art on. Yeah. Mainly right now it's Taylor Swift stuff <laughs> prepping for the concert. But, but so yeah. what, what, I know you have something coming up here soon. You have a... Um, a I, thing coming up. I am showing some work in Beckley, if that's what you're referring to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not oh. referring to that. There's, there's something else. What's the you've already else? sold? You were you, you were going to make us pay for 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 something? Oh yes. Um, yeah. I do actually. I recently started my own photography business yeah. as well. It's a big deal. And so it's a combination yeah. of being able to have a business to be able to sell my art and to kind of expand that and to show in a lot more places and try to expand outside of West Virginia. But I'm also using that, since I got a business license anyway, to do portraiture and other work as well. And, so. and not to interrupt you, but who helped you with that, getting that sort of situation? 
um, the Tamarack Foundation, of course. It comes full circle to most people here, their projects. I'm in a cohort right now of women in arts businesses and so they've given me a lot of really great resources for doing taxes and things like that to really give me the confidence to finally be able to get a business license and go out in that way so nice. that's that's a good wraparound to, to yes. us closing and we want you to close because you 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 know you know way more about all this stuff than we do we we mess up words all the time <laughs> we do and you won't you won't mess up the words so say the words that is so much pressure um <laughs> don't mess <but> up <laughs> so this evening of course they want to thank the tamarack foundation for the arts who is implementing the ripple program right now to do the tug valley ripple Um, specifically to Southern West Virginia, but this also was an event to be a launch party for the Heart of West Virginia, which is an arts-based nonprofit based in Williamson, but focused on Southern West Virginia and bringing artisans together to have opportunities and resources to kind of showcase their work and also make a profitable arts business if they choose to. Awesome. Good job. You didn't mess up the words at all. She no. messed up not a single time. I, I, this has been fun. Shocking. This has been fun. This has been fun. This has been yes. great. The food was great. We had a lot of good conversations with, with people we didn't know and people that we know quite well. We so, yeah. So it was, it, was really, it was a really good medium there of having everybody. Yeah. Like, oh, you can probably hear through the whole episode that everybody here has had a wonderful, wonderful yeah, time. Live music night. going on. Live everything. music and... and um, hopefully it doesn't bleed over into a lot of these interviews that you all have heard and you can get a lot out as much as we did anyway. Uh, Caleb, uh, where can people find us? They can find us by tap, tapping in chat from a hat on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and you can stream us wherever you stream podcasts. And if you want to email us, chatfromahatcast at gmail.com. That's right. You can catch us on any social media platform. You can catch us on any podcast streaming service. Uh, Caleb, so uh, next week we're going to be uh, talking about the results of the Taylor Swift draft mm-hmm. episode that we did previously. Uh, feel free to listen to, if it's your first time listening, to, to catch up on all the old podcasts before uh, this one and the one after. We're, we're going to be ranking our uh, favorite fast food places. Which Not is ranking, but tier listing. Tier listing. Tier listing. You're right. You're right. Big I'm, difference. That, that is, there could be multiple S's. That's right. There could be multiple A's. Multiple F's. Yeah, there could be a lot of F's. <laughs> there could be. Subway. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm no kidding. way. Anyway, well, folks, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed it and you continue to travel along this journey with us here with Chat from a Hat. I'm Josh Brown. And I'm Caleb Luther. And we will talk to you next week. Delete it all. <laughs> <laughs>